Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we are going to talk about your home base. Now, in today's episode, this is going to be definitely a more uh, philosophical kind of um, piece of advice that I'm going to give you. Um, you know, really not something like as far as like no training methods today or nothing like that. This is just, you know, kind of coaching advice for me. Not really super backed by science. Maybe you can kind of go in the psychology world and maybe find some stuff there that would back it up. But um, I'll definitely make my case for uh, what we'll be talking about today. So hang in there with me. Um, home base. You might be thinking, uh, you know, hey, Joel, we talking about baseball today. Like, like, where are you going with this? And um, home base is where are you putting is where you're putting your work in that Monday through Friday, like where is, where is the bulk of your work happening? And my definition to a home base would be, um, you know, you should be within one to three different kind of tracks that you practice at. It should be the same riding coach or coaches, um, should be the same trainer. It should be the same overall circle just of people in your life, similar riding training partners, like that should consist of your home base. And, you know, so why, why am I pointing this out today? Like why, what do, what's my point of talking about your home base? And the problem I see is, again, from a philosophical standpoint, um, I see a lot of up and coming racers and with a lot of talent who are really good. Uh, Maybe racers that go to Loretta's or maybe they're a riders and, you know, off road, Um, even a lot of pros that are trying to like really make it to like the top in their sport or to get really noticed. Um, a lot of them don't have, uh, home bases or so it seems I should say from the outside looking in and they're kind of just like, I see a lot of like athletic gypsies is what I kind of call them. They just kind of, they either, you know, have a really solid program, but you know, they have a huge support from their parents and they just kind of seem to bounce around from training facility to training facility. And I even have seen racers like they go to, um, you know, multiple training facilities within a year and they go and they spend like a month here and they go to another state, they go to another training facility. And, um, you know, I think that's good. I don't think that's really necessarily a bad thing, but at some point I think, you know, we need to find a home base for, uh, you know, these racers to really put down some good work. I also see a lot of racers. They just ride different tracks all the time. Um, again, not a bad thing, but, you know, I think they're missing, you know, the boat a little bit. Um, and then they're also too, there are a lot, a lot of them will hop on different training programs and whether they're just switching to different online workouts or they're hiring different coaches all the time. And sometimes it's depending on like, if they're traveling around, staying with people for extended period of time. Like I see a lot of, um, a lot of pros do this. Like they don't really, that don't have a home base. They'll just, they'll stay with a rider and they just kind of do whatever that rider is doing for a month or two. And then they go and they stay with somebody else and they just hop on this program. And, um, it just kind of yields to a lot of just like what I see is overall inconsistency. Like it may be some good stuff they're doing, but it's not stuff that they're doing for an extended period of time. That's not providing consistency. So let's take a step back and kind of look at like, what do all of the top racers do? Like what's one common theme when it comes to like where, like how they put their work in. 
I'm not talking about location. I'm not talking about who their coaches are, who their you know mental coaches, and who, what teams they ride on. Um, all of the best racers, especially like in my lifetime, or you know, let's just say the past twenty years of the sport, all of the racers that we've seen on you know on Saturdays at either Supercross or Motocross, they all operate really within like they have like their home base like we kind of know where they train we see their instagrams we see videos of them riding and training and you know they're at the same place all the time ricky carmichael the goat he had a private track that he just put down endless amounts of work at he didn't go bouncing around a, a bunch of different places ryan villapoto he trained at um with baker's factory which wasn't the baker's factory then but i think they were at a track just training um whoever's track it was, but it was pretty much the same place. Uh, Eli Tomac, um, you know, we know he puts a ton of work in at his home track um, in Colorado with his dad. Like, they, you see him there all, quite often when he's riding and training. Uh, Chad Reed had his own private track. James Stewart had his own private track. Uh, Cooper Webb, he also was working at Baker's Factory. Um, I guess he's at Compound 83 or whatever now. Don't know what that program looks like. Don't really care, but the point is, is he has a spot like, and the point is too, like maybe that spot changes and you move here to there, but if they're not at their own, at their private track, they're probably in California at the test track or a certain test that they're doing maybe at Glen Helen for the day. But what you don't see is every time you go on their Instagram or see a riding video of them during the week, they're not at like a million different places. They're always pretty much at one to maybe three different places. Um, putting in their work and that's what the top guys do like you know you may be saying like well joel they have they have uh, they make millions of dollars they can afford to have their own private facility and yada 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 and hire the best coaches and all this kind of stuff look that's just an excuse okay so like we have to be real that you know sure if you have money and you can spend it cool build go build something really awesome but there's no difference from that to just riding at some track down the street or just somewhere close. Like, there's really not much difference in that. Um, they have more luxury, maybe, than you might have at your house. But if you're not, you know, one of the top 1% of the 1% racers. Um, but there's no reason you can't have your home base, too. And I'm going to get into that here in a little bit. But you have to realize that all of the top racers in, you know, every discipline of racing, they all really do this at some capacity. Um, you know, a lot of them, you don't see them really bouncing around a whole lot. They have their spots that they ride, they train, they have their people in their circle and they just kind of do their thing. Um, you know, for example, even my pros that I work with, um, my hard enduro racer, Quinn Wenzel, um, when he says he's riding, I know he's either going probably to Wellsville to ride or he has a private property where there's an enduro cross track and, um, you know, like this woods, um, outdoor kind of hybrid type track that he rides at. But again, two spots, uh, Jeremy hand, if you're going to find him during the week, if he's not, um, he has a couple different spots. He has like a, a little super cross track that he kind of rides at up here, goes down South here and there just to get some super cross seat time in too. But for the most part, he's at driven MX with, um, uh, Clay and Jason, own driven mx or he's at nap city um also another track nearby 
kind of a, a simulation of a outdoor track. Um, you'll find him at, you know, pretty much one of those two, two areas, you know, putting in majority of his riding. Ben Nelko, again, he's going to be at Driven MX a lot with Clay and Jason. And he has got a lot of just trails by his house that he knows and can ride. Um, you know, that's basically in his backyard that he knows pretty much uh, where he's going and kind of what it is. So, um, and even when I worked with Jason Thomas, um, Jason Thomas from GNCC's, um, XC2 champ, XC3 champ. Um, when I was working with him, when he lived in Ohio, he had a private, a piece of private property that he was allowed to ride on. And that was where he put a lot of his work in. Um, so again, like all across the board, you know, this is one of them things that's a pretty common denominator. Like if all the best riders are just, you know, keeping their circles tight, they keep people in there, they trust them. Um, you know, they're not hiring different coaches every Every two months, they have their people and they just put the work in because they know that's what it takes to win. And that's what it takes to achieve their goals. So just maybe if, you mean, uh, maybe you're trying to get on their level of um, the type of racer you want to be or you just want to improve your skill sets as a racer and become a better racer, um, you know, maybe we you should do kind of what all the other pros are already doing and kind of builds your home base. Um, again, I just, I see a lot of it. A lot of racers just jumping around training facility to training facility. And all in all, this could be a good thing. Like I said, I'm, I'm not totally bashing on this by any means. Um, you know, it's good to get experience at different tracks, different areas of, you know, maybe the country you live in. Um, you get to learn different techniques and styles from, you know, on and off the bike from different coaches. You kind of can broaden your, like broaden your skill sets that way. And also you can build your network. I mean, there's a lot of people in the sport that have different connections, so it can help build relationships. So again, I don't really think it's like necessarily like this evil thing that everybody's screwing up. Um, you know, I'd rather see you putting work in than all over the place and not putting work in at all, obviously. But I do believe that at least 75% of your work should be done at your home base. You should have, you know, again, similar tracks, similar, you know, the same gym, the similar coaches. Um, that's your base. And, you know, why do I believe this is really the best, uh, the best approach, you know, all the way from the top to the top tier athletes of the sport, all the way down to the beginners, um, well, there's one common theme when it comes to success. And earlier I mentioned this word a little bit, but the common theme of success is always going to be consistency. Any skill that you're building, whether it's in, uh, riding your bike, doing a gym workout, any skill like in life, whatever the case may be, a skill you're learning for your, maybe a, a job you work at, it takes good consistency to improve any skill that you're working on and all the good coaches scream this all the time you just need to put good consistent work in so your home base is going to provide you consistency in your day-to-day efforts consistency allows for maximal focus and effort to be put in why because it it basically offers up less distractions 
and takes away any kind of newness of like that new period of a new place, new people trying to figure things out. You know, where do I park? Learning the personalities of the people around you, um, learning the track, things like that. And, you know, you really don't need much. You know, like when it comes to your home base, it can be a sweet facility that, you know, whether it's um, a track or a, a, a sweet facility like my place at JYT, <laughs> um, but it doesn't have to be anything awesome. It could just be, you know, it could be a track in your backyard. It could be a buddy's track down the street. It could be your local hometown track. It could be. Um, a 24-7 gym that you have access to. It could be a gym in your basement. It doesn't really matter as long as it's your home base. That just allows you to do what you need to do. And that's really it. That's If you have that, then you're set. You can have an environment to to put some work in. And most importantly, like part of your home base, you need good people that are going to provide consistency in your day-to-day you know, working environment. Again, your coaches, riding coaches, trainers, family, riding trainers, you know, riding partners, training partners. Um, these are all people that should be in your home base that are going to provide you the consistency that aren't going to be people that, you know, you don't know what you're going to get from them, that they're going to be consistent on their end so that they meet your needs and demands that are going to help you reach your goals that you want to, you know that you want to achieve. Um, If they're not consistent people, just like the location, then it's not good for your home base. You need to provide just something that that yields consistency, you know, from a a physical location standpoint and from, um, you know, a people, um, personal standpoint, I should say. And when you have that, that's your home base. Then you're good to go. Then you could just trust that process you're doing. And, you know, a lot of the guesswork's done, a lot of like the whole just thinking. And you can just do, put the work in, take action, and become a better racer and go go try to win whatever, you know, winning looks like for you. So, um, you know, take all this for what it is. Agree to disagree. You know, maybe I'm completely in left field and just totally wrong about everything I just said. I don't think so. I'm very confident with the information I just gave you. Um, I've been around a lot of, you know, successful teams, individuals, programs. I've been a part of it. I know what it looks like, and it usually looks something like this. Um, it's not the fancy stuff. It's just the good, consistent work that gets the job done every single time. So with that, have a good day. Um, hopefully see you back here Hopefully knock out another episode here um, in the near future for you. And until then, catch you later. Later.